The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another episode of mlb dfs quick hits your wednesday may 19th edition hope everybody had a great tuesday hope everybody had a better tuesday than the seattle mariners who got no hit for the second time already this season and they've nearly been no hit a couple other times so it's been a fun one if you're the seattle mariners offense congrats to spencer turnbull on a beauty there we had some more fun offense it was a crazy crazy night of scoring one that you won't see very many times especially in cash games we have like austin meadows at 80 percent and some other guys saw in the slack chat like 150 wasn't scoring in cash on dk and that just that doesn't happen very often like if more than ever so that that was a crazy night a kind of random random occurrence and uh we keep attacking it on a wednesday it was a fun one on tuesday but we have 12 games for you on wednesday if you hit me up on twitter at bdntrick with your questions i'll help you there also join us in the fantasy dj slack chat we'll take care of you there and if you can give a rate and review on itunes of the podcast mlb dfs quick hits i would deeply deeply appreciate it before we get into the 12-game slate, if you're into golf, we have the major it's major week in the PGA Tour, the PGA Championship. So check out the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and DFS Golf Gods Jesse previewing the event on the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast. And if you're a season-long fantasy baseball player, go check out Benched with Bubba. We recorded a new episode on Tuesday. Bubba and the Bat Flip, episode 84, reviewing your week seven fab and much, much more. So come on, check all the goodies out there. But you are here for MLB DFS. So let's get at it for you. 12 games. We don't have all the totals yet, but I'll give you what we have so far. We have Miami and Philadelphia, seven and a half. Boston, Toronto, 10 and a half. Pittsburgh, St. Louis, seven. Milwaukee, Kansas City, seven and a half. Houston, Oakland, eight and a half. Detroit, Seattle, eight and a half. Lots of good pitching on the slate. Very, very top heavy pitching slate. And it starts off with Clayton Kershaw, 10-5 at home. Against the Arizona Diamondbacks, Kershaw's been outstanding of late. It's always a question, how deep does he go in a game, though? He's gone five innings and six innings in his last two. He's got you over 20 DK points in back-to-back starts. It is an Arizona team that's struggling tremendously at the plate. If you want to go Kershaw, you can, but with so many options tonight, I'm probably not going there. Urias looks really good on Tuesday night. Uh, went, I believe, six innings, struck out seven, gave up like one run. So it's really, really good. I'm going to pass on Kershaw. He's outstanding. So if you want to use him, go for it. There's just so many other options. Like $200 cheaper, you get Corbin Burns. 
at the Kansas City Royals. Burns coming off a five-inning, one-earned, 9K performance after missing some time due to COVID, racking up 23.7 points. The dude has been a strikeout machine, nine or more strikeouts in all six starts this season. He's gone at least five innings in every start, usually six innings. Um, he's given up one earned runner less in all but one starts this season. In all those starts, they give one earned runner less. He has 30 or more DK points in four or five. He had 24 his last time out. The dude has been an electric factory, and he gets a Kansas City Royals team that you can pick on early and often. Striking out nearly 24% of the time for trying to pitching. Somehow Woodruff couldn't strike them out. That was confusing. But give me some Corbin Burns at 10-3. Love him tonight. At $10,000, you got Max Scherzer, who's been just as good of late. Not as many strikeouts, but goes deeper into ball games. Still one run runner less in three straight starts. One run runner or less in f- six of his last seven starts, where he's got you 30 or more DK points five of six times in those six starts. So the ceiling for Max Scherzer is absolutely ridiculous. Facing a Chicago t- Cubs team, striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. The wind is blowing out to left, it looks like, at Wrigley on Wednesday. But they might be without Anthony Rizzo, who left in the fifth inning with back spasms. So it could be an even easier lineup for Scherzer to navigate. Wouldn't be shocked if he gives up a home run or two. That's what he does. But the strikeout should be a plenty. And at $10,000, I take him over Kershaw as well. But your savings on this slate might not have the ceiling of Burns and Scherzer. Burns and Scherzer could get over 30 pretty easily. We've seen Scherzer get into the 40s. Like That's what these guys do. But if you want stability, Jack Flaherty has been that guy. Six innings or more in, um, what is that, five straight starts, three earned runs or less in every start, back-to-back starts with no earned runs. He has six or more Ks in four straight starts. In those four starts, 25 or more DK points in all four starts. He faced Pittsburgh three starts ago, six innings, six hits, three earned, nine Ks for 24.7. He is as steady Eddie as it comes and gets his Pittsburgh team. He's already faced once this year, as we talked about, and a Pittsburgh team that just struggles, striking out 23% of the time versus righties with a 235 average, 116 ISO, 85 WRC+. Plus. So Flaherty has an outstanding savings on this slate from Burns and Scherzer. I think he's got a similar stat line potential to Kershaw, but you're saving um, $800. So give me Flaherty over Kershaw. Burns and Scherzer have the much better ceiling than Flaherty. We know that. But Flaherty's consistency and stability at a bit of a discount is cannot be overlooked on this slate, a slate that doesn't have a ton of value pitching that won't be chalked because there's not a ton of it, so everyone's going to be focused on the same value arms. So Flaherty at 97, I like quite a bit. If you want another savings, you got John Means at 9400 bucks on this slate, and he's just been outstanding as well. He's gone uh, six – wow – all seven starts this year, two earned runs or less. He has given up zero runs in four of those seven starts, and he's putting up uh, basically 20-plus in five of seven starts, not to mention the no-no against Seattle. He has been great at 9400 bucks. and the kicker on this one, you got the Tampa Bay Rays, who are striking out 32% of the time versus left-handed pitching with a 216 average and an 87 WRC plus versus left-handed pitching. They have been bad, very, very bad versus left-handed pitching. So John Means at 94 might get overlooked in the slate. We'll see, but in a phenomenal spot versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Just in a similar situation as Means, but $300 cheaper, Trevor Rogers at the Philadelphia Phillies, and he'll probably go extremely over- overlooked in this one. He's been great as well. Five or more innings in pretty much every start this season. 
Um, three earned runs or less in every start this season. 25 or more DK points in four of his last four starts, or four, or four of his last five starts. And he gets a Phillies team who struggles against left-handed pitching, striking out nearly 30% of the time versus lefties, hitting 250 with a 99 WRC+. plus. That strikeout rate is huge for Trevor Rogers. Rogers might have the toughest matchup of these 9K and above pitchers, but the Phillies struggles against lefties. The chance Rio Muto's out of the lineup. Maybe Harper takes the day off after playing for some reason on Tuesday after being banged up. Didi's on the, the IL. It's a lefty-heavy lineup. We got Hoskins and Baum, uh, but as a whole – the right-handed bats are not doing McCutcheon. They're just not hitting lefties at all. So uh, Rodgers makes for a great GPP play and hopefully lower ownership in this setup. So recapping your 9K and above, Kershaw's fine. I just probably won't use him because A is the most expensive and B, I can get similar output. Burns and Scherzer are your ceiling pitchers. They are outstanding. Uh, both should be in for phenomenal outings. I like them both quite a bit. I think Flaherty is a great pivot off of those two. I think he's basically Kershaw for $800 cheaper. He's got a great 20 to 25 point floor, maybe a little more upside. We just haven't seen it past that, but really good stuff there from Flaherty potentially. And then you got guys like John Means at 94 and Trevor Rogers, both phenomenal plays against teams that struggle tremendously versus left-handed pitching. So if you don't want to take the Burns or Scherzer route, you can go Flaherty, Means, Rogers, no problem there at all. Uh, like Means might even have a higher ceiling than Flaherty, but Flaherty's got the safer floor, if that makes sense. So there's a lot to like with those four. I love Flaherty just for the the fact I can pretty much put him in and barring baseball doing stupid stuff, I'm going to get 20-plus points, and that's what I want. Um, the other guys have the volatility where they can get up some home runs, but the strikeouts should be there, and they should go deep enough into games to hit those ceilings. So a lot to like there. It's going to be fun to see the ownership, and you can play the ownership game there. If you want to take the lowest-owned guys out of those five, do it. Make it happen. All right. Other pitchers, though, like if you want to go Zach Eflin versus Miami, you can. It's 8300 bucks. I probably won't. Where I will be going is Shohei Otani because, once again, he's too cheap. He's $7,400, coming off just an outstanding seven innings of one run, 10Ks for 30.8 points his last time out at $7,400. We know prior to that start, he was you know walking a lot of guys, not going deep into games. But the thing I preached that night is he is an ace. He literally is one of the elite pitchers in all of baseball. He's just been battling blisters and figuring things out. He figured it out his last start. Could it regress? Sure, but they haven't priced him up. He's still seventy four hundred bucks. If he was ninety two hundred, we'd be in a discussion of like, hmm, okay, you got Means, you got Rogers, you got Flaherty. What do we got to do? He's seventy four hundred bucks. People. He was like five percent owned last time out. I guarantee you, he'll be more than five percent owned this time. But. It's a Cleveland Indians offense. It's a Cleveland Indians offense that striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 219 average and 87 WRC+. plus. Give me all the show. Hey, Otani at 7400 bucks. Pair him up with one of the 9K and above pitchers and rock and roll, especially in cash. I don't mind that at all. If you need some other discounts, well, Seattle got shut down by Casey Mize. They got sh- no hit by Spencer Turnbull. I can't stand Tariq Skubal, but at 6200 bucks, he's in the discussion. He's in the discussion. Got beat up by the Cubs his last time out. Prior to that, five innings, two earned, eight Ks against the Twins for 19.7. So we've seen the ceilings. We've seen the negative output games. Scoobles all over the board. He's 6,200 bucks, but Seattle striking out 29% of the time versus left-handed pitching with a 181 batting average against a 166 ISO and a 74 WRC+. They're, they're offensively challenged. They are just really, really bad. So if you want to go Scoobal at 62, I get it. I totally get it. 
The other popular punt's going to be Logan Gilbert at 4700 bucks. Made his debut his last time out. Didn't go too deep into the game. You got to imagine jitters and whatnot. Gave him some hard contact, but the strikeout rate was still very, very strong in that debut. We talked about him on bench with Bubba. Me and Toby did on Tuesday night. So he's a guy I still believe in. I'm going to keep attacking him. You got um, the Detroit Tigers who are striking out 27.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. 228 average against 155 ISO, 89 WRC+. plus. So Gilbert at 47, still zero problem attacking him on this slate at that price point. I think he's going to be super popular because the bats you're going to want tonight are very expensive, and you're going to want one of those high-priced pitchers. So I could see Gilbert as an, a popular SP2. Um, I love Shohei as an SP2. I'm going to try to see what a Shohei-Gilbert lineup can build as well. I think there's some fun there. It's going to be hard to avoid the 9K guys and above, though. If, like, you can double dip the 9K guys and still get a lineup you like offensively. That's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm going to do that as well. We'll talk about some of those stacks as we go through the podcast here. But, you know, you got Burns and Scherzer up top. Love them both. Burns is more of a 30 to 35-point guy. Scherzer's got a 30 to 40-point situation there that we've seen. Then you got Flaherty, who just brings such a great floor to the ball game. And then you got Means and Rogers, both phenomenal GPP plays against teams that just struggle tremendously first left-handed pitching. You could go Eflin if you want. Love Shohei Otani. Love Logan Gilbert as value pitchers. If you want to be different with Tariq Skubal, you can. I can see that as well. So some fun ways to go at it on this 12-game slate. But I keep hinting at these batters. Let's talk about them. The catcher's position on this 12-game slate. You could go Wilson Contreras, hoping that someone goes deep up for Scherzer, but I will pass. We're going to save some cash. You could go Christian Vasquez. We're stripping in the over under 10.5 on that game. Uh, Vasquez is 4,500. Jan Gomes at 43, both intriguing plays in their matchups for stripping and Arietta, respectively. Uh, William Contreras is 4K versus Peterson. Mike Zunino, if you're not using John Means, he double donged on uh, Tuesday. We talk about Zunino all the time. Very good GPP play because he's going to hit home runs or do nothing. He hit two home runs on uh, Tuesday. He's got the lefty Means. I love Means. If he has a rough one, though, Zunino could have a field day. So tournament only for for uh, Mike Zunino. If you want to save some cash, though, Omar Narvaez at 3,500 versus Brad Keller. I love. I'm going to keep attacking Brad Keller over and over and over again. And Narvaez is one of those guys at 3,500 bucks to uh, take some nice savings, good cash game play at the catcher's position versus Brad Keller. The Brewers' offense is dreadful, but I will stack them tonight, A, because they're cheap, and B, Brad Keller is just not good at pitching. If he has a good game, that's baseball. But in reality, we've attacked him a lot this year, and it's been very, very successful. And if we attack him every time he pitches, we'll be successful way more than we're not. So we're going to keep that train going with Omar Narvaez at $3,500. A couple other savings if you want them. Um, no, we're not going there. We're not going there either. Eric Haas versus Gilbert at 29 I can see that because you'll get Gilbert going by five, maybe six if things go well. Then you got some Seattle bullpen. Haas has shown some power, so he's 29. Uh, Danny Jansen is 28 versus Garrett Richards in that band box of a ball game. So you can go those routes, and then maybe some Tom Murphy at 25 versus Tariq Skubal. Tom Murphy's kind of like a Mike Zunino light. Tournaments only, hoping for the home run. First base position, you got Vladito in uh, Coors South. And I say that because, A, it's going to play that Coors South. B, their price like they're in Coors. Because Vladito's at $6,200. So take that one and chew on it. Trey Mancini's 54. I love Baltimore as a contrarian stack versus Yarborough, who when he's he's soft-tossing it, when his off-speed isn't working, very, very hittable. So Mancini at 54 is intriguing. But, you know, Vladito at 62 or even Luke Voigt at 52, Yang, making the spot start for Texas. 
from the KBO, been effective out of the bullpen for three to four inning stints. We'll see what he does versus the Yankees power bats. So Voight to 52. Don't hate it. Uh, you got Reese Hoskins at 47, but Jared Walsh at 46. Very good play for LA. I don't mind the LA bats for Savali, but no Mike Trout. You can't use Otani, even though he is hitting. You can only use him at pitcher. So who are you stacking Walsh with? That's the problem. Jose Iglesias, Justin Upton, who went deep on on Tuesday. It's a very uh, Rendon. It's like it's not a team I want to stack right now. But I don't hate Walsh at 46. If you can go like Walsh and Otani, I'd be thrilled, but you can't go Otani. Um, Goldschmidt's only 42 versus Trevor Cahill. That's a nice value in a tournament because Goldschmidt can go off at any moment. Cahill can be a mess at any moment. So Goldie at 42 is a nice value. Also like me some Matt Olson. He went deep on Tuesday. I mentioned he's too cheap. Great tournament type plays. Went deep. That's what he does. So 4K versus uh, Granky. I like. Nate Lowe, if you're stacking Texas at 39, don't mind a Texas stack. Again, I just love their value in their matchup. So I'll go there again. Uh, Josh Bell had Tuesday off. He's 35 versus Arietta, so a nice price point for him. Um, if you're in the slack, I saw G-Man Choi in the lineup. I, I said play him in cash, play him, play him. He went deep. He, I'm not going to play him versus Means because of the lefty-lefty situation, but we're going to keep playing some G-Man Choi when he's cheap, so keep an eye on that stuff. That's why you should be in the slack chat because I'm not going to hit everything on this show. When lineups come out, I see different things. We talk some more in there. I'm not the only one that talks. A lot of great minds discussing things in the chat room. The last one I'll mention, if we are on team attack, Brad Keller, Daniel Vogelbach is only $3,000 first Keller. So keep him in mind tonight. Second base position, Marcus Simeon, Coors Field pricing at 6200 and well worth it if you can afford it. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Ozzy Albies, maybe he's interesting, but like um, Eduardo Escobar, if you're fading Kershaw, 5000 is a bit steep, but Nick Solak at 49, he went deep. Love me some Jazz Chisholm. I love them. At 4,400 last night, I like him as a one-off if you're not stacking Miami pretty much every night. He went deep on Tuesday. He's up to 48. His price tag is a rising, but don't bind him versus Eflin at $4,800. Tommy Edmond at 43 is a nice little value versus Cahill. The St. Louis team is priced pretty middle of the pack, so I don't hate that a lot. So Edmond at 43 is on the radar. A few others, Colton Wong leading off for Milwaukee versus Keller at 4,000. Like that for your Milwaukee stacks. Don't even mind uh, – I don't even mind that if you're just doing a cash game play, but definitely for your Milwaukee stacks. And then one of the better values on this slate, I had him on my notes before he hit a grand slam, but Gavin Lux is second base shortstop eligible. He's 3,300 bucks versus Merrill Kelly. Sign me up for that. Lux is heating up. He's playing every day. Really like that versus Merrill Kelly at $3,300. Uh, Kiki Hernandez is back for Boston. He's 33 versus Stripling. Second base outfit eligible. So some nice value for him as well. So there's some of your value plays there with Kiki Hernandez and Gavin Lux. And if you want to go Dylan Moore versus Tariq Skubal at 27, you can, even though that team's dreadful. Moore has been slowly starting to hit, so keep an eye on him as you're building those lineups. Third base, J-Ram had another nice game on Tuesday, 62 versus Otani. Not sure I can pay that price tag. Uh, DJ LeMay, who's 56, not sure I can pay that, but it's interesting. I'd rather pay 55 for Rafael Devers for Stripling and Coors South, for sure. Like that one a lot, lot more. So keep him in mind. You got Arenado. If you're stacking St. Louis, he's in play. Otherwise, you're paying for Devers. Plain simple there. Anthony Rendon's at 51. You know, we need to get him going slowly, but surely he's average. He's hitting 316 over his last 10, which is good to see. Averaging almost 10 points per game over his last 10. So if you are stacking up the Angels versus Savali, Rendon is in play, but he's just so expensive. I'd rather get the Devers or down to your Shilla at 48 versus Yang. Even Matt Chapman, if you're stacking up um, Oakland versus Granky, I'd rather get to 
then pay that price tag for Rendon. But I get it if you're if you're in that situation. A couple others. If you're fading Yarborough, Mikel Franco's 4,100. I've uh, been riding the Austin Riley chain. We've talked about it a lot. He went deep again, back-to-back games going deep. He's 3,800 versus Peterson, still too cheap for his overall upside. Uh, Candelario at 36, if you're not using Logan Gilbert, good price point for the Candyman. A couple more knocks for you on Tuesday. Another value I like, uh, Charlie Morton, he can get you a lot of strikeouts because of a lot of contact, and that Braves bullpen is not that great. Johnny VR is 3,400 bucks. He's hitting like seventh in that lineup, which is kind of a downer. But he went deep for you on Thursday. He's gotten you 16-3-0-10-16-10. So double-digit points in four of his last six games. He's getting on. He's stealing bags. Don't hate him at the price point at 34 if you're looking to save some money with the big-time pitching against Charlie Morton. It's a, it's a GPP play, not a cash game play. But I can definitely see the appeal. Starting Castro at 33 for stacking Washington. He's on the radar for you there. Then other than that, I want to see me some lineups. Maybe Phil Gosselin for the Angels. Shortstop, look at another Toronto Blue Jay. Bo Bichette at $6,200. Trey Turner at 6000 Both guys are phenomenal plays tonight. Both of them, phenomenal. Xander Bogart to 59 Great plays, all three of them. All worth every penny. Um, I'll take Bo Bichette, but they're all great plays. Uh, stack them. If you're doing if you're doing only one, I want Boba Shet, but that's mighty expensive. So somehow Miguel Rojas, who I love, is up to five thousand dollars. I love you, Miguel. I'm never paying five thousand dollars for you. I'd rather pay forty eight hundred dollars for Jazz Chisholm or Gio Yershilla any day of the week. So that's a tough one, kid. Uh, Tommy Edmonds forty three. Talked about him already. Um, IKF's thirty nine. If you're stacking Texas, usually not a piece of my stack. Nico Goodrum's only thirty eight versus Gilbert. So I, I always get suckered into Detroit because they're so cheap. And if Gilbert is super chalky, which I think he might be for the fact I mentioned before, people want a high-priced pitcher with some high-priced bats. You're going to play Logan Gilbert. If Gilbert is as chalky as I think he's going to be, I will have a Detroit stack with Candelario, Goodrum, Grossman, and maybe a couple others. We'll see how the lineup looks. But I will for sure 100% have a Detroit stack if Gilbert is as chalky as I think he's going to be. So come join the Fantasy DJ in Slack chat. We'll break it all down for you in there. Love Gavin Lux at 33. Talked about that already. Big fan of that. He's the cover boy for my videos article at Rotoballer. It's a premium article Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If you'd like to become a member of Rotoballer, super, super affordable. Gets season long and DFS for all sports. Use promo code Bubba for a very nice discount on your season package. Other than that, after Lux, there's not a ton. Let's like if you want Willie Adamas at 3K, only if you're stacking Tampa Bay. Don't use it as a one-off. Only if you're stacking Tampa Bay. Go that route. Um, Pretty much that's about it for now. At shortstop, heading to the outfield, tons of options here. You got Acuna. Uh, Betts went deep on Tuesday, which is great to see. You got Aaron Judge versus Yang at 59. You wouldn't be shocked if anything happens there. Same with Soto. Martinez in Coors South. I like that Judge Judge play quite a bit. Judge, Soto, Martinez, big, big plays there in the high 5K range. But, you know, Teoster hands at 51. Get a little bit of savings for Coors. So I don't mind jumping on that train um, in his matchup. Grichik's 47. He went deep on Tuesday. Even more savings for Coors South. I like Grichik quite a bit. He's swinging a really good bat. Him and T. Oscar swinging good bats. He get a little bit of savings off those big 6K guys in Vadito, Bichette, and Simeon. A um, few others. Chris Taylor went deep on Tuesday. He's 46. Uh, Christian Yelich is back. He's 4,600 versus Brad Keller. So keep him in mind. He went 0 for 4 on, with three strikeouts on Tuesday. So it seems like he's picking up right where he left off. But Christian Yelich at 46 versus Brad Keller. If anything is going to get you get you right, it's probably Brad Keller. So keep him in mind. If you're fading Tariq Skubal, Mitch Hanniger's 45 and been swinging a great bat. One of the only guys I could say that about on Seattle. 
Michael Brantley's 42. Love me some Kyle Schwarber again at 41 versus Jake Arrieta. I think he goes deep on Wednesday. Mark Connor at 4K if you're fading Granky. Yeah, Gallo at 4K in your in your Ranger stacks. Verdugo's only 3,800 bucks in Coors South. That is a hell of a discount if you're playing there. Adelise Garcia, my boy, it's coming, folks. I've been making fun of DK. I've been making fun of him. I know they don't listen to the show, but I've been making fun of him. He's up to 3,800 tonight. So we're going to get that mid-4Ks to high-4Ks real soon. Uh, he's taking that jump. So love him while you can. He stole a base for us on Tuesday, another double-digit fantasy production evening. Adelise at 38, like that quite a bit. Uh, Robbie Grossman at 37, talked about him. Austin Hayes, if you're fading Yarbrough at 36, really good value for Austin Hayes. Love Kyle Tucker, hit an absolute moonshot on Tuesday. He's 3,600 versus Montas, really good savings for uh, Mr. Tucker there. Uh, a few others. If you want to go one off with Ian Happ, you can at 34. I wouldn't. Ryan Mountcastle's 34. If you're fading Yarbrough, it's a good piece of savings. Lourdes Gurriel's been ice, ice cold, but he's $3,400 in Coors South. So that's not too shabby for savings. Um, a few others, like Akil Badu had a couple knocks. He's 33. Willie Calhoun's only 33. I like that value quite a bit. Uh, Avi Garcia and Lorenzo Cantor with 3200 bucks, Really cheap versus Brad Keller. Milwaukee, very, very cheap stack, folks. Very, very cheap. Um, you know, Chris Clint Frazier's 31 versus the lefty Yang. Got DJ Stewart. You got Dylan Carlson. Mentioned Eric Haas. Tons of value. Jackie Bradley Jr.'s 28. David Dahl's only 28. That's a nice value if you want a cheap piece of Texas. Um, other than that, check it. Like Victor Robles is only 2,500. He's actually swinging a really good bat right now. So keep an eye on Victor Robles. Uh, 2,500. He's hitting ninth. You can do the wraparound stack with Turner and company. Um, not bad there. He's got two and zero in his last two games. Friday at 14, 17, and 16. So he's starting to show a little bit of life, which is good to see there from one Victor Robles. Let's recap your pitching on this 12-game slate. You got the big dogs up top, Kershaw, Burns, Scherzer, Flaherty, Means, Rodgers, all over 9K. Uh, Burns and Scherzer, they got your ceiling, 30 to 40-point ceilings. I prefer Burns over Scherzer, but it's like splitting straws. Uh, Flaherty at 97, phenomenal floor. I like him a lot, a lot tonight. Might play him just for the savings over Scherzer and Burns, but I'm not there yet just because I know what Burns and Scherzer can do when they get locked in. Not sure Flaherty can do that. So that's the tough part there. Yeah, John Means at 94, great GPP play against a struggling Tampa Bay offense that just cannot hit lefties. And same with Trevor Rogers at 91. I'll take Means over Rogers, but Rogers is facing a Phillies team that can't hit lefties either. So Means and Rogers give you some nice leverage off the big dogs. You got Otani at 74. Love him tonight. Love, love, love me some Shohei Otani. Too cheap. And then if you want some value arms, Dreek Scoobles intri- intriguing at 62 against that Mariners offense that just got no hit and can't hit lefties. But Logan Gilbert at 47 is the value of the day. Will be super popular probably, which might make it harder to play him. But keep some Logan Gilbert in your mind. If you're stacking tonight, um, Baltimore is very, very intriguing as of extremely low on stack versus Yarborough. Uh, Boston, Toronto, Coors South is where you want to be. I love the Toronto side more than the Boston side, but both phenomenal stacks. Probably going back to the Washington well versus Arietta. I can definitely see that. St. Louis is intriguing versus Cahill. Not all in there. Uh, New York against um, New York against Yang's there, but I'll still have some Texas versus Kluber. I love using those Texas bats for some mediocre pitching. Uh, Milwaukee versus Kansas City, I'll jump on that one. Houston, Oakland, both very intriguing as well. And uh, maybe Detroit if Gilbert's popular. So my favorite ones, Boston and Toronto, for sure. Washington, Milwaukee. And then starting to take bits and pieces of Detroit, Texas, and New York. That's, and Houston and Oakland. So I want to see some lineups and see where they land. 
lots and lots to like there on this 12-game slate, especially high-priced pitching. So if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric. Join the free Fantasy Degens Slack chat. All that good stuff there. If you like my written content, rotoballer.com. Premium access. Use promo code Bubba to get you a discount on that one. Also, if you have a rate and review on iTunes, I'd truly appreciate it for MLB TFS Quick Hits and Bench with Bubba if you'd like. If you're into season-long content, just dropped Bench with Bubba episode 371, Bubba and the Bat Flip 84 with Toby on Tuesday night. Also, if you're into golf, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the PGA Championships. Come out, check out all that good stuff and much, much more. But for now, good luck on this Wednesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, May 19th edition. I'm out. Yeah.